If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Dale Lippin in here with Trey Van Tardy himself. What's up, bro? I'm distracted by my hair. I look like John Travolta in Greece right now with this weird, I don't know, flow thing going on the front end. Yeah, you kind of look like a wish.com <laughs> Uncle Jesse. Oh, no. I was actually, I, at first I was fixated on my hair, and then I looked in the lobby, and I looked at producer Jake wearing glasses, and I got highly, highly intimidated. Well, producer Jake got them bennies now. He got that job, so now he's got health benefits, so he's getting all kinds of stuff. He got a colonoscopy. He got his eyes checked. He got that mole looked at. They did a breathing test. They said your lungs are just packed full of resin, so they were like, you got to stop that. He has this weird growth on his fingernails. But other than that, dude, producer Jake's doing great, man. You're telling me, my man, the producer has been blind for the better half of all of our episodes until he probably, got health insurance? <laughs> probably. So he just now got that health insurance. They, they didn't even think anything of it before because for those of you that don't know, uh, producer Jake was in the Marine Corps and they'll take anybody. So they were just like, come on here. Come on over here, tard boy. They just took him in. They gave him a gun and they just pointed him in the right direction. That's really all they did. They just steady diet of crayons and he was ready to rock and roll. Isn't that right, producer Jake? Yeah, he's shaking his head. Yes. Yes, he's ripping a bowl right now. So, <laughs> and, and a giant F you in the private chat. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, Trey, what's up, buddy? How are you? I haven't talked to you since last we recorded. You essentially stopped talking to me. I, th- I didn't even know if we were going to do the show anymore. So, this mm. is a bit of a surprise that you're here. And yeah. I don't even know what to talk about. I mean, I guess we're going to talk about MMA at some point, but how are you? I was doing good. I was doing good because we actually had a, uh, a fairly successful UFC Vegas 54 mm. up until the co-main and main, which mm. completely blew up our units, blew up our record was mm. not where I wanted to end the night. Hence my uh, vow of silence. I've taken since then till now. Gotcha. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that we were doing well and you decided to post braggadociously that we were doing well? Most likely. Yes. Yeah, I most did likely. jinx it. I yeah. wanted to ensure that the jinx thing is still a real thing. It, for sure is a real thing. Speaking of jinxes, let's talk about curses. Uh, Drew Dober is not capable. Drew is capable of a lot of things. He is not capable of releasing Frank Camacho from the curse. I told you he wasn't. I know, but I just, under one and a half might have been the lock of the year. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's for just, sure. I know we say that, like, it's, it seems like every other week we say that like, something might have been, like, the play of the year, but Frank Camacho versus that Torres kid, with his crispy hands under one and a half plus being cursed by the show. I mean, what are we going to get next? Emily Whitmire versus Valentina Shevchenko. Like what is like, <laughs> how does it get any better than that? It, it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, yeah. It doesn't even get for Frank. It doesn't get worse than that. I mean, the only, the only thing worse that could happen is, is an ACL tear, which kind of blew up our, our main spot. Yeah, so the prop plays were not fantastic. I think we hit two out of like the six that I posted in the story. But 
two of the giant ones were fight ends in round four, fight ends in round five that were at plus 2,000 and plus 2,500 respectively. I gave both of those plays out on the Eric Betts Fights Big uh, Big Bets show on Thursday. I gave both of those plays out. And damn it if that didn't look like that was going to hit because we were in the third. Yawn was starting to slow down. Rockets was finding his pace. I don't yeah, – it looked inevitable. It looked inevitable. So mm-hmm. yeah. I was upset by that. I was really upset by that. I was upset. I was upset. Yeah, I was upset. What was the – what was your biggest takeaway from 54? Anything? Um, well, I mean, obviously don't jinx the card. Don't yeah. flaunt your shit before it actually hits. I've mm-hmm. learned that. Um, but it's a life lesson that I will take with me going forward. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I, you know, I'm going to be honest, dude. The Polish power didn't look too bad. And I don't understand why we're starting to fade him as much as mm. we are. Mm. That's true. Yeah, I, I think Jan looked pretty good too. But uh, that first round where he got cracked and they got split, uh, that eye leaking like that. I think, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, y'all look good, but it's those are big boys and they're 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 playing high stakes punch face and anything can happen at any moment. So y'all looked better. He looked better than I thought he was going to. I I will give credit where credit's due. Uh, And he says he's relatively unhealthy or relatively unscathed and healthy. So be interesting to see whether or not he waits for the Yuri Glover winner or takes a fight in the meantime. What, What do you think happens there? I think he has to, he's got to wait it out. Mm. Um, he's 40. <laughs> he's fucking 40 now. That doesn't matter. Mm. It's going to matter non, a little non bit. Not in the 205 division, which is chock full of a bunch of 40 year olds, dude. That's true. That's true. Dude, you want, we should start training right now. Do you think, do you think if we started training right now, we could make our debut at 40? I think so. I, th- I think I mean, you could make it faster than me. No, absolutely not. What uh, are you talking about? You're a, you're a freaking black belt. You're halfway there already. Yeah, but the thing is, you have that uh, killer instinct, and I also feel like you have the mouth, which I feel from a marketability perspective, it's going to make it a little bit more of a seamless entry into the UFC, just because you know you kind of speak your mind, you don't give a shit, and I I, I have a conscience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I want to shout out James here. He's a longtime listener and occasional profiteer benefactor. Okay, I appreciate for watching live for a pivotal yet semi-non-existent contendership bout in the women's featherweight division is absolutely inexcusable. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, James, it's been it's long been a gripe, and you know this because you, you you said it yourself, you're a longtime listener. Um, you know, we do the live show on YouTube mostly because our soft like just StreamYard allows for it. Um, otherwise we'd be like recording where we're not looking at each other. That's why we do the live show. Um, you guys come in here. We try to interact with you as much as we can, but audio just doesn't, I mean, it's just, it's the moneymaker baby. That's just, that pays all the bills. You know, (laughs) it does. It's just, it's the audio. I don't, I don't tell you. Um, the velvet baritones of Dale and (laughs) dude, the amount of people that are messaging us saying that you sound like Dom Cruz and once they hear it, they can't unhear it is really quite remarkable. I, I think that we're missing out on a marketing opportunity here where we somehow turn you into like a dollar general Dom Cruz. I would, I would kill myself. No, you would not. Absolutely. A longtime favor fan. You try and put a cruise in my mouth, bro. Uh, Cruz has been dominating. Um, has been dominating Faber for years. So you might as well go on the, on the that's winning such, side. That's such crap, such crap. 
Speaking of which, your boy, your boy, uh, Faber, what he just turned like 48. How old is he now? <laughs> Probably something around the early 40s. Yeah. He yeah. just literally celebrated a birthday. I, th- I thought maybe you would like have that, like a thing where like you eat a birthday <laughs> cake on his birthday because you love him. So I much. shot him a message. He did not read it. Okay. Let <laughs> me go back and check our DMs. I'm sure there's one there. Or did you send it from your personal? from my personal i'm not trying to share share this favor love with you how dare you try and piggyback on our relationship so let me ask you this if him and cub fight if that happens and then when cub inevitably dusts him are you are you going to be are you going to use his age as an excuse are you going to say this is 44 year old uriah faber who hasn't fought in four years is that going to be your excuse Dude, the the levels of competition, like that you think that Cub even has a shot, is just beyond me. Because look, explain to me who did Faber fight last? Oh, I don't know who 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 who. Piotr Jan. You think he's any good? Oh, you think he's Piotr okay? Yon. Oh, that's right. Piotr Jan kicked his face off. That's right. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, that's uh, erroneous on all counts. Yeah. Um, Imagine having a kid. <laughs> Imagine having a kid and then nearly getting decapitated in front of your wife and kid. Gosh, that's terrible. That Piotr Jan Uriah Faber fight looked like one of those like weird uh, world star videos where somebody's recording something on Android where <laughs> a Russian guy's kicking some poor drunk guy to sleep outside of a tavern. That's what that fight looked like. It was brutal. It's really bad. Early stoppage. Early. Yeah, you're right. Uriah definitely protested it. He was like, oh man, please let this guy kill me. Let my wife be a widow. You're right. Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, Austin says, I really think we've been getting some really crappy cards. Do you think the Apex is ruining the UFC? Not having to sell out a stadium and being paid already, you can make any card. Mm. You You have to think about for this one, you have to think about the EBITDA. The EBITDA, dude. What is the, okay, is this new corporate bullshit? What is EBITDA? EBITDA, earnings before interest. Fuck. Earnings before interest. Something. Taxed after after deductions, and amortization is the last A. Oh, but essentially, gosh. what it means it's the profitability. Profitability. So obviously, the apex was created during the COVID era in 2020. So mm-hmm. you think about the profitability, the overhead that mm-hmm. they have to lease out in these stadiums, the amount of money that they're able to retain by doing it there, and mm-hmm. you know the UFC, who is very very diligent <clears throat> as it relates to profitability, especially now with Endeavor. I think that this is something we're not just still doing till we can transition and get back to the way of the old world. I always think this will be a new central focus just for profitability perspective for the UFC. That's what I think. Well, yeah, I, I don't think that's wrong. They're, they're able to make probably, they're probably able to make, I would be interested on the financials of it. I feel like they're probably able to make more money, um, more money in pocket um, by doing cards at the apex. Now, when you go to a when you go to a city, you lose out on merch. You lose out on all the incentives that the city gives you to bring your event there because of all the revenue it will bring in. So I'd be interested to see the financials of it. To go back to um, here, you go. Look, look at Tim. Look at fuck. Look, man. Look at the. Hold on a second here. Any guy that wears there a suit is. and tie in his profile picture, this is who we should have asked. Earnings before interest and tax depreciation after amortization. Just. Look at this freaking guy. I think Tim's an accountant. Didn't he message us before and say he's an accountant? I think so. If he He, knows, if he knows the EBITDA, he definitely has something with money. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So 
Okay. So I think it's more, I don't, I don't, I really, to be honest with you, I don't know about this. This is, this is some shit that's lost on me. I'm just going well, to, but here's I'm, the question though, yeah. to, to his point. Yeah. Apex is one thing to suffice whatever for the company, but to put together cards where Holly home and Ketlin Vieira is the main event. Yes. That's Holly. That's fucking retarded. Holly home will always be the main event. She is the main event there. Well, there you cannot listen. There's just not, not a planet that exists where Holly Holm doesn't main event at least one or two cards a year. And it doesn't matter how bad she's doing. They just, it's the, it's the Ronda Rousey effect. They just bring her in because they can show that highlight package of her kicking Ronda to sleep. And everybody's like, Oh my gosh, Holly Holm world champion boxer kick Ronda to sleep in the biggest event in UFC history. And they just do it over and over and over again. Austin's question is because of the apex is it ruining the UFC. I do believe it's saturating the product. I do believe that we're getting a lot of crappy cards, but I also think the roster is bloated right now. So they got to keep people fighting. So it's a gift and a curse. It gives us fights every weekend that we get to watch, but sometimes they're of lower quality. But fights are fights. Ooh, Holly Home main event. I ain't missing it. I ain't missing it. I might I record it and watch it twice, dude. Yeah. Um, let's see here. All right. So that being said, um, what else do we have to do? We got to talk about fights, but oh, did you see Colby Covington's new ad for the Bang uh, Energy drink? Yes, and I have for, some thoughts on it, dude. For what is it, Voosh? What the hell is that? What is it? Is it Voosh? What? No. What's the, What's the name? It, it has a bang name. Bang Energy. It's It's a Bang drink, but there's like a. It's like a secondary. It's like a sub. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's called Voosh. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, Voosh. It's like well, vagina juice. Voosh. My issue with the commercial is. He flaunts like this super crazy <laughs> hardcore wealth, and he looks like he's in an apartment 2C, and he's grilling <laughs> on a Weber that's been utilized since the 80s. He's got two charred burgers, and then he puts it on a fucking like paper plate and like you know kind of does the McGregor strut back in the house. And I'm like, bro, come bro. on, it's an apartment 2C. <laughs> It does look like he's like on the second floor. Like it's not even like a high rise apartment. Like he's literally like a mid floor or like it's <laughs> dude. Colby lives in a, in a condo building that has three floors and he's on the second floor. Like he's got yeah. somebody underneath and somebody on top. <laughs> oh my gosh. To see. Yeah. All right. So I got to find out what the name of this is. I believe that it's Voosh. Um, I think is what it is. Yeah. Vooz. V-O-O-Z. Vooz. Yeah, Vuz. I also um, like the way that he's drinking the Bang Energies. I don't know if you've noticed, but oh, his yeah. lips never touch the can. Yeah, well, that's because he's trying. He's trying not to get all uh, homoerotic with it. That's what it is. What he's doing is way more homoerotic. <laughs> it looks like he's about to deep throat the can, dude. That's you every time see, he's done. You got to see the Vuz pour in, bro. D can you um, uh, link the new ad for the Colby? It's on his Instagram, Tim. Um, can you can you give us a sideways and give us a, a show us how he does it? <laughs> you have a can. I don't have a can. I've got this oh, big, yeah. well, no, I got this I don't big ass Yeti. I can't. I will it. say he's his hand eye coordination is fantastic because he doesn't spill a drop. Well, he I starts just put his brand new shirt on, dude. I'm gonna do he it. starts and then he rolls back. Like it's oh, like a yeah. So you you start and then you go back. <laughs> and then you bring it back in. And then you bring it back in, and then you go back out, and you bring it back in again, just like that. 
<laughs> All right. Anyway, um, I'm glad you mentioned those dry ass burgers he's cooking. But if you want burgers that aren't dry and you want them without hormones and you want them happy cows right before they were uh, harvested or processed and brought directly to your door, go to Stay Classy Meats, guys. Use promo code FIST and you can save 10% on the entire thing. Yeah. I would, I would have done the the whole thing, but again, I didn't want to get my shirt wet because I love this shirt. It's a Legion's clothing shirt. You guys are aware of the butter blend. Um, it doesn't whisk water away very well, but what it does do is even with a spill, still makes you look sexy because it's a great material. It's a great brand, veteran-owned. Uh-huh. If you guys want a shirt like this, go to legionsclothing.com, type in the code PUNCH. That's going to get you 15% off site-wide. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, okay. I want to address something real quick. Um, Logan says, not going to lie, I think seeing a fight in the apex would be dope, low key and spacious. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And it is our sincere hope. And this is, we're just putting this out into the universe secret style. The sincere hope is that um, even though Cub and Uriah want to fight in California, if they book that fight, it will be at the apex. And if that's the case, it will be the first ever punch list meetup. So we will figure out a way to make that happen. Um, obviously, Trey and I will go, but we want everybody that can go to go, and we'll do that. The flip side of that is an alternative, in case that fight doesn't happen, is if we can get Dober in some sort of high stakes or potential co-main main event fight um, at the Apex as well. Either right. one of those is what we're after. So, um Anyway. I can't see him doing that, but yeah. Well, he's he just got booked uh, against Rafael right. Alves. Um, yeah. Two seventy seven. Right. So just to peel back the curtain on this a little bit, we got we got to start talking about fights. We're seventeen minutes in. Um, Bobby Green and Mark DeCasey were on the short list for Dober. That's who he wanted. Um, the Bobby Green dates they couldn't get lined up, and then Dober wanted DeCasey in London. Oh. Badass Captain America. So Dober was like, I want to go to London and fight to Casey, and they couldn't make it work. So now now he's taking Rafael Alves. Um, That's so savage. Yeah. So so savage. That's straight up Rocky. I want to go fight Drago in Russia status. You know what I mean? Right. So people are like, oh, you know, I don't understand the Alves fight. That's just high, high risk, low reward for for Drew. Well, one, We've already established Drew wants all action all the time. Alves will give him that. And two, the Huevos are there. He wanted Bobby Green. They just couldn't make the date work. And then he was like, screw that shit. I want to Casey and I want him in London. Um, so anyway. but <laughs> Can't wear Bobby, underwear. Too big of balls, dude. But Bobby Green gets Jim Miller. So, dude, we're still winning. We're still winning. Still winning. Oh, it's my insane. gosh. Um, real quick, do you want to address this before we talk about it? They're all shipped out. Okay. They're all shipped out. Matt, I can't I don't know when it's going to arrive. I did not save the tracking. <laughs> I have it. I you you text it to me. I'll uh, oh, I'll, okay. I'll forward it on. I think you um, said it was arriving Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Um, Terrence and Alves aren't easy fights. They're absolutely not easy fights. You're 100 percent right. They they are they are high risk, low reward as far as ranking structure goes. But Drew's expressed explicitly he wants fran- fan friendly fights. He wants to be known as a guy that goes out there and puts on for the people. All right, let's do that. Okay, let's talk about fights. Fucking stop talking for a second so I can do this. I'm ready. All right, first fight on the main card. Punchlist alum, Eric Anders, 14 and 6, taking on Jung Young Park. We've got your boy taking on Iron Turtle. 
Iron Turtles coming in minus 210 against your boy at plus 175. And it's Anders, not Anders. So there you go. Um, when did Anders become a punch list alum? I said that and immediately I retracted it because mm. he was on Fistful of Cash, not oh. punch list. So I take it back. I take it oh, back. He's okay. not a punch list alum. So that's cool. That's cool. Okay. He was Go so ahead. no listen, he was so sleepy and high during the interview that I didn't even put it on or <laughs> I didn't even use it for fistful. It was it wasn't I've done probably four really bad interviews. Eric Anders was one of them. Really bad. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Like he was mm-hmm. not with it at all. Yeah. So Okay, well, sleeping high is a really good segue into Eric Anders. I'm going to keep calling him Anders because that's mm. what I'm going to do. It's like I like it. I'm going to do it. We have to talk um, about her, so just go ahead. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, what I like about Eric is he's really strong and he moves forward. So he's someone that's going to try and fight you in a phone booth versus Jungian Park is someone who's going to move around the outside, utilize mm. his footwork, kind of jab from the outside. So the mm. volume piece is going to be there with Park. The heavier handed low volume will be there with Eric. So you either are playing this way. I, I'm looking at playing this two ways. One, I'm playing Eric inside the distance because I think as the fight progresses, Park will get the upper hand with that volume and that outside kind of pointing pointing program he's got going on. If I'm mm-hmm. going to play Park, I'm going to play Park by decision. That's kind of where I'm at right now. It's a guy that's going to fight in the phone booth, take a couple shots, but hopefully get a clean shot and put him down versus guys going to work the outside, get the points, get a 29, 28 and get out of there. Interesting. I think if the Eric Anders that fought Darren Stewart shows up, um, is something to consider. Um, if I'm looking at Iron Turtle, though, I'm looking no further than his fight against Tafon and Jekwe. You got a big bootied, big strong base of ace of base freaking dude that's going to come and swing heavy at you. And he battled him. Now, it was a decision and it was a majority decision. Okay. But. That's really that's really kind of the blueprint that we need here. Um, what I'm looking at when I when I think about this Eric when I think about Eric Anders, I'm I'm trying to figure out which one shows up, right? So I thought he looked. I mean, obviously he won the second time when they ran it back, but the first one I don't think he looked terrible. It wasn't, it wasn't a good Darren off- Stewart fight. Yeah, yeah, I like the Darren Stewart fight. Um, I think, and I thought he looked good in 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 number two um, to address the what's. Uh, Devin's saying here in the in the chat I think I thought he looked good in that fight if if he shows up if that Eric shows up I think Park's in real trouble um that being said if the Eric Anders that fought Khalil Roundtree shows up Park steamrolls him right but but um my my concern with all of this is is when we're looking at underdogs we're looking for guys that will fight Eric Anders is going to come to fight Mm. he's going to come to fight he will finish or be finished, right? Like, look no further when you want to say, well, is Eric Anders going to come and, and put on a performance and try his absolute best? Short notice fight, Tiago Santos in Brazil. Was it in Brazil? Or was the, I think the Loyota Machida fight was in Brazil. I don't know. Anyway, short notice fight against Tiago Silva goes balls out for two and a half rounds and literally like TKO due to exhaustion in round right. three. I think that's, I think that's the only one that acts outside of Max Roshkov for whatever his name is. I don't know of another like retirement slash TKO to exhaustion. That would be a, I mean, if anybody else knows one, 
let me know. So that's that's what I'm saying. Eric Anders is going to come to fight one way or another, short notice or full camp, full camp. And to be honest with you, Eric needs a win here. Mm. Really does. So mm. uh, I want to see him come out and be aggressive. You know, we love the iron turtle, but I'm not betting on a guy to take a decision away from Eric Anders. I'm going to take Eric at plus money here, plus 175. The best thing that I like that you just said is ace of base. Cause immediately mm. I went to that's from London under what? Ace of base. They sing that's up from a land down under. No, ace of bases. I saw the sign. No, they also do the one like I come from a land down under. Like no, the, that the no, kangaroos. that's men. That's men with hats, or that's they do safety dance. Boys to men. No, um, boys. What? Shut up. No, boys <laughs> to men. No, get out of here. Ace of bases. I saw the sign. It's also I come from a land down under. No, it's not. That's that's men with hats does safety dance. Producer Jake, who does that men at work? Thank you. Mm. Thank you. I knew men with hats. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> men at work. See, everybody knows, man. Everybody knows but us. Hey, yeah. real quick, let's since Anders and Aunt Anders close. Um on Andrea Lee. You want to talk about it real quick? You almost no. you almost screwed me up and have me say Andrea. You no, because we picked correctly. Yeah, but I, I understand that. But the 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 controversy around Tony Kelly, are you aware of this at all? I'm aware of what he said in the corner, but I'm not stepping in this mud. You go ahead and explain it. Why don't you want to? It's not muddy. It is. It has to do with dirty mud. Would you call it? Like, would, would, it's not mud. Would you say it's dirty, like a dirty Brazilian? <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. So for those of you who are completely unaware, Tony Kelly said in between rounds, um, Andrea Lee got poked in the eye by Vivian Arajal, who's Brazilian. Uh, and Andrea was a little upset when she sat down in the corner. And Tony said, it's okay. We knew this was coming. We knew that she would do this. She's a dirty Brazilian. We knew that they were going to fucking cheat or something like that, right? So everybody's up in arms because I don't – what I understand is everybody – he called her a dirty Brazilian. There is a difference – and I'm just, I'm only going to say this and then I'm going to walk away from it. There's a, there's a difference between race and ethnicity and combat sports are one of the few medians that has existed from time and memoriam that you can talk about in ethnicity when it comes to style. That's why boxing, you can say a person fights like a Mexican you can, you can in, in, in Ireland. You can't or, say that anymore. Yes, bro. you can. No, yes, you can. can. Yes, Not in 2022. You, you can say, say you can say he bra- he brawls like an Irishman. You can say these things. It happens. He's slick like a Puerto Rican. These are things that you can say when it comes to combat sports because it's it's old hat. Everybody knows these things. <laughs> I would challenge you to find an area geographically speaking that has more cheaters and steroid users than Brazil. That's that acai, dude. It's that acai, right? Yeah. It's the whole thing. Everybody saw it's that acai. And we have tons of people listen to us in Brazil. It's not a knock. And I'm not, I just, what I'm saying is, is that you guys are all ripped. No, (laughs) Anderson Silva, steroid user, freaking TRT tour, steroid user, uh, Priscilla Cachoeira tried to rip that girl's eye out three, two fights ago. Um, I didn't even see the the eye poke that Arizal did, but it is what it is. What what was your boy? Who's your jits guy? Galvo or whatever? Didn't he just hook somebody in the eye? 
or no, Andre that was no. no, 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 that was a Juan Espino that just did it at a tournament. He hooked, he hooked some guy in the eye, damn near popped his eye out. Um, you know, it's, it's the and your boy, you, who's some more Paul Harris, dude? Paul, Paul Harris, bro. Um, now he's saying he meant dirty as in like cheating, not dirty as in like unclean. Um, but I'll remind people that what Connor said about Jose, Jose, and like the favelas and what Chael said. <laughs> where he was talking about like bef- like he was surfing the internet and people in Brazil were writing in the mud with sticks that that's probably that's probably a lot more <laughs> than Tony Kelly saying dirty brazilian and i it, i mean whether the guy means it or not as like you know uh like xenophobically is i think is the word there cuz it's not race related if he means it xenophobically or if he means it as just saying like she's a dirty rotten cheater i don't know but uh it gave somebody it gave people something to get upset about so that's probably about i think i can't tiptoe it any better than that i think i did a good job yeah that was, that was good <laughs> you're from that that upper northern reason you call someone a hairy fuck and it's just that's what it is that's what it is trey <laughs> i i listen i am i don't i i don't understand i personally i don't get upset by these things um it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all i People from people from certain regions and certain countries play, act, behave, talk a different. It it's, makes us who we are as a melting pot. It's why every Brazilian chick sounds like they eat glass all day long. Ugh. Why is that? So if he would have said, you know, go punch that glass chewing Brazilian in the face, what, are people going to be upset by that, or is it the fact that he said the word dirty? I don't know. I don't know what you can say in 2022, to be honest. I'm nervous to like, just talk. You can say whatever you want. Just fuck up, man, bro. Just it's 2022. Let it go, bro. All right. You drop something gnarly right now. Okay. You ready? You want to go to the next fight? (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. All right. Speaking of Brazilians, Pollyanna Viana taking on Tabitha Ricci. Ricci at six and one and Pollyanna. uh, I lost what I, what I was saying there. Pollyanna Viana is 12 and four. Um, basically I saw it at pick them, but apparently Pollyanna is now the underdog, uh, over on rounds of two and a half. Are we going on women's science here. I actually love this play for women's science. Um, I love it for a couple reasons here. One, look at the resume between Ricci and Viana. Viana has fought three times the amount of competition. You could almost argue that she's a vet compared to Ricci oh. outside of that. I love Pollyanna, um, the way that she exercises her grappling, the way that she has good jiu-jitsu. Ricci, um, unfortunately, is a black belt, um, so she's going to be able to negate that a little bit. But I think Pollyanna is someone that's very crisp up on the feet. So an opportunity to overwhelm Ricci a little bit in a standing affair and then be comparable on the ground. I think that the well-roundedness there is for Viana, and I think it plus money. I'm not fading women's science anymore. It's bitten me in the ass too many times as Mm -hmm. of recently. I think that Viana will fight. I don't think that Ricci's fought the quality of competition that Viana has. So mm. I think you wrap that all into one nice little sandwich right there, and I'm going to take a bite of it. Okay. Um, and any credence to the fact that Pollyanna just realistically, um, I know you said that she's fought the better competition, but True. her wins are over Emily Whitmire and Mallory Martin. Fair. Okay. And, and Ricci. Okay. Well, Ricci had she got knocked out by Manon, which we can't hold that against her. Everybody's getting killed by Manon. True, true. Uh, um, and then she beat Maria Oliveira. Who? 
Exactly. So yes. are we really putting, are we going to put a whole lot of weight in there? Uh, that being said, lower center gravity is going to go to Tabitha Ricci. Uh, she can be hard to take down. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, she won't, she'll be real hard to take down. Um, <laughs> she got them thick legs. She got <laughs> baby shark. You know what I'm saying? Um, so anyway. Yeah. That uh, frustrates me too, by, by the way. What? That her nickname is baby shark. Well, and then she comes out to the actual song. I hear that shit on the routine here in my own household. I don't need to be doing it while I'm watching UFC Vegas 55. Didn't Brian Barbarina come out to baby shark before too? Uh, he did. Yes. I believe he did. Oh, they booked him to fight. Robbie Lawler, that's a banger of a fight, huh? That's a great fight. That's a great fight. Um, a great let's fight. See. Hold on a second. What is this? Would be complete misinformation without the. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. I appreciate the support. You know, every once in a while. All right, so we're we're taking underdog money here. I think we have to. Okay, women's science, bro, for sure. Are we taking women's science main event? And we're taking. Wait, don't dirty, say that. Dirty Brazo, dude. Dirty bra. We're not allowed to say any. We can't call anything <laughs> dirty anymore. Okay. All right. Add it to the list of things we can't say. Golly. Right. Unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. What, real quick. What do you think got a? What do you think happened to the Apple? Like the Apple episode last week. What, what do you think happened? The Apple episode. Oh, I think that we. Uh, Steve Jobs is like Dale's spreading misinformation. I'm shutting this shit down. Isn't Steve Jobs dead? Is he? Mm, it's a great question. Oh man, I like when you, I like where your heads at. All right, <laughs> speak. Speaking of heads, take out the the giant yeah. fucking grape on this guy. Dushko Tudorovic at <laughs> eleven and two, taking on Chidi and Injikawani at twenty one and seven. So we got Chidi and we got Dushko. These are real. These are real names off real people. Uh, they almost sound like they almost sound like bird names. Uh, and Jake and Jake and I were talking about bird names before we got before you came in here. Natural conversation. Natural conversation. We're talking about. Well, so basically, the conversation was that you can name a bird can basically be named anything, and nobody thinks anything about it. You can just kind of make it up as you go. Um, and Chitty mm. sounds like that. So, for instance, um, a real bird that exists is a dick sizzle. No, it's not. Yes, it is. A dick sizzle. A dick sizzle. That's a real bird. You just yeah. make it up. Yeah, so you just see a bird, and you're like, "That's that's my bird now." And they go, "What do you want to call it?" And you want to go, "I want to call it Dick Sissel." And this they call is gonna sound really stupid, Dale, but mm-hmm. um, there's obviously male and female birds. Correct. None of them have dicks. Uh, I would say the males have dicks. Really? How, mm, you're a person who has kids. You're aware of how this works. There's got to be a thing, and the thing finds the other thing, and the one thing goes in the thing. And then it, you ever something. seen a bird dick? I have not, but I also have never seen a bird that, like, up close and personal. I kind of it, it sort of goes into the idea of like birds aren't real. Hmm. I'll send you some images later. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, this one, dude, this is a tough one because we Why? hate Dusko Todorovic, dude. Yeah, Chitty's gonna knock him out. I just don't know, dude, because I do. We we talk about this. This is your mm-hmm. your claim to fame with the Dusko Todorovic breakdown mm-hmm. is that he's a guy that keeps his hands low, keeps his head up high, <laughs> very hittable. That uppercut right down the center, dude, is just as clean and it's fucking like a it's a runway. It's wide open. Uh-huh. It's wide uh-huh. open. And a guy that has got a stupid amount of reach on him, has got extreme power in his fist, that can fight in a phone booth, you'd think, gosh, minus two thirty five is actually probably a good price. But I'm saying no today, Dale. I'm saying no. Because yourself. what we have seen is what we have not seen. We don't know because we don't know. What I know 
is Dusko actually has a more well-rounded game than what we've been privy to. Yes, he got knocked out by a Hawaiian, but who doesn't, dude? They scrap those you don't even believe the things you're saying sell it i do make me believe it sell it dusko actually has a good ground game we just never see it because he chooses to fight like a young fighter which he is which is just all glamour muscles dude he's all buys and tries and he comes and tries to close the distance and put someone out but he does know how to scramble he knows how to grapple he knows how to exercise good leg kicks from distance he has a more wild rail-rounded game versus chidi chidi is one-dimensional dude he is a walk forward swing for the fences take a couple to give a couple and that's it dude hence why his record is spotty hence why he's not that good and hence why he's against Todorovic coming off a knockout i vehemently and violently disagree with you here like just explain 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 something to me explain to me something that you've seen in chidi's past resume that warrants him steamrolling dusko the fact that dusko's been steamrolled before and chidi's last time out he steamrolled his opponent quality of competition what it's not even close. Chidi <laughs> circum circumnavigates the globe six times over on him. What are you talking about? Last fights. It does. What do you? What are you talking Story about? Soriano versus who did Chidi just fight? Chidi just fought Mark Andre Barrio, the power bar himself. You mean the 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 fucking put you to sleep boring? Like, dude, he's he's the the Canadian dude. He's just as boring, Mark Andre Boro. That guy does nothing. He's not boring at all. He he's literally just came boring. out and hit Jordan Wright with a mounted guillotine. What are you Jordan doing? Wright? Now we're doing this. We're gonna do this, Jordan. I'm sorry. I went out there and fought Baby Shark, Jordan dude, Wright. I cannot believe this. Okay, you're talking Chidi and and Jaquani. Oh my god. He steamrolled. Power bar fought uh Rafael Carvalho, fought John Salter, fought Andre Korshkov, <laughs> beat Andre Fialo, who is the newcomer of the year, in my opinion. Uh, beat UFC vet Ricky Rainey. Are you kidding? It's not even close. It's not even close. Fought Alan Joban before, fought Brandon Thatch before. It's not even close. How many of those guys are still in the promotion? Two. It doesn't matter. It, does, it doesn't matter. And I I got to – damn it. People listen to everything I say. Freaking Bryant, did Dale just admit the earth isn't flat? I just you was using that as a, as a point of reference. The earth is 100% flat. We're surrounded by an ice wall. We're floating a floating disc in space. Space isn't real. Anyway. <laughs> Gosh, damn it. Cheaty's going to win this fight. He's going to win it in round one. Cheaty by knockout is plus 145. Cheaty in round one is plus 300. I'm playing both of them. All right. And he crushed Philo, who is the newcomer of the year. Philo's getting ready to fight again. He's fighting Jake Matthews. I love this so much that I'm willing to make this the people's main event. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to put, like, an actual wager on it? Yes. I'll bet you, like, real, real freaking money. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. I want to do something better. Okay. What? Next episode, you have to come in shirtless do the episode and you know those little chips or those little uh, clips that you put on a bag of chips when you haven't mm-hmm. finished them you have mm-hmm. to put both those on your nipples and do the whole episode 
First of all, you know my nipples are highly sensitive, so I, I cannot know. do that. There's no way I can sit here for <laughs> fucking two hours. My nipples are literally lightning rods of emotion. I, I cannot do that. That's not fair. Um, so we need to pick something. You need to pick something else. All right, we'll come up with it. But this is the no, 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 no. Hold on a second. It, first of all, we're not just going to think. I want. I want it now. I don't want to come back to it. I want witnesses while we're doing it. So if it's not going to be real tangible money okay it needs to be what what dude i want nipple clips what turn it up so people can hear it i'm sounding the alarm okay it's the people's main event event. dushko versus chitty and and, and jaquani um i'm not doing nipple clip i can't do nipple. you you've got those tough nipples from wearing a gi for freaking 15 years your nipples are like like old pennies i can't do that like your your nipples look like like an old penny that's been sitting in a in a grocery store parking lot for years that that's not it's not the same thing crazy calluses you could stab both these things would not feel them yeah yeah, yeah I, I can't do that we got you got to come up with something else all right we'll come up with something else let's move to the next fight put the put the chip clip on your nutsack for the episode well how are we going to let the the viewers see the clip bro you think i won't hang brain on youtube Man, legendary. <laughs> it bothers me not at all. There will be bubble gum all over this screen. But it's Man. not going to be my bubble gum. It'll be yours. Ah, all right. Well, might need to get sponsored by Manscaped this week. All right. Cool. Later. Okay. All right. So we're doing chip clip to the nutsack. Got it. All right. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Dad, am I making you proud yet? <laughs> Are you made you uh, proud yet, Pop? Made you proud. I'm the backwards man. The backwards man. All right, coming event: Santiago Ponzinibbio at 29 and five, taking on Michelle Pereira at 27 and 11. Yeah. Minus 125. Minus 125 for Michelle Pereira. Santiago Ponzinibbio plus 105. Over under on rounds is at two and a half. We're on Ponzinibbio, right? Yes, thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh gosh. nervous, dude. I got nervous after your last terrible take. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Freaking Dushko Todorovic's well rounded. Two wins by submission his whole career. First his very first fight and his Bro, third fight. Bro, we're on fight. this fight. We're on this fight. We're on anyway, this fight. Go ahead. Santiago Ponzinibbio, former um he was on his way to the title shot. You you probably could have in any other division outside of welterweight, he probably would have been on the cusp for a title shot. Um, and then things got dicey for him and he missed a lot of time. And then he came back and the game kind of moved on a little bit and he's had to catch up to speed a little bit, but I think he's back. I think he's back. Michelle Pereira, on the other hand, has dropped the showboating, um, boombastic flamboyant style enough to now become competitive. Like going back to like, not, I think it was crazy good in road FC, but, He's got he's he's sort of dialed it back in. No, we're not doing backflips anymore. We're actually fighting. And when we fight, we're pretty damn dangerous. But Santiago Ponzinibbio, in my opinion, um, is disciplined enough to not fall into the bullshit. And as long as he doesn't get caught by some stupid capoeira kick, I think he beats Michelle with relative ease. He might not knock him out, but I think we're gonna see uh a conclusion to this fight that most people will Agree is absolute. There we go. Oh, I like it. I also like the word boombastic. Don't mm. think that's a word, but I'm proud of you for being super confident in it. Uh, it is. 
it was coined by my man Shaggy and a Mr. Boombastic, baby, fantastic. Yeah, that's a real word. Because it was in a rap song? Uh, reggae song. And just... <laughs> All right. Well, I like what you did say about fight IQ because that's what this fight is going to come down to. I think that the quintessential ring rust Santiago Ponzinibbio is a poster child for that because when he came back, that was ring rust. That was hundred percent ring rust. This is a guy that, like you said, was on the trajectory to a title shot, then gets this crazy gnarly infection and is out for forever. Then like fucking almost loses a limb or some shit, then gets COVID then breaks something. He's out for like two and a half years, comes back, sees the octagon for the first time, a little bit shell shocked, gets rocked. Now he's starting to put it together. He's getting the reps in. He's got the comfortability going. He also has the fight IQ, which we all know that Michelle Pereira does not have. Mm. Michelle Pereira, as of recently, has shown restraint. He's been Mm. a little bit more conservative, which is good because he knew he can't put on these flamboyant performances, be a circus animal that he is, and hope to get a win anymore. He needs to put something together to make himself a viable contender. Santiago Ponsonibio has a game plan. He's going to execute it. So to your point, unless there's this kind of just flailing backflip capoeira kick, Santiago Ponsonibio is conservative enough everywhere and he's strong enough everywhere to get this thing done. So plus 105, I actually think it's a great price. This is going to get closer to it. I mean, it almost is at a pick em. It's going to get even closer. The line's going to get more narrow. So jump on it now. Okay. All right. That Fair sounds enough. awful. Are you kidding me? Isn't Shaggy also the one that does like, uh, uh, what's the one? Like, he goes like this. Oh, I gotta move. I gotta in. move my shoulder. Like yeah, this. get into oh, it. I'm just what gonna, is it? Gonna say, uh, it wasn't me. Uh, something in the back, in the, yeah. in the bathroom. We it were banging, but it wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. That's him. Yeah. So I was like his one hit wonder. Oh, that I mean, we literally just named two songs, so that would be make him a two hit wonder <laughs> by default. Mm. Okay. I think how, how many? Let's hold on a second. It wasn't me. Over under on how many plays on Spotify for it wasn't me. Oh man, you'd have to set the over under at like twenty million. It's way more than that. Two hundred million. It's way more than that. What is this guy? Isn't Justin Bieber, dude? Like, calm down. How many? The, give me a give me a guess. I'm going to tell you how many digits. I want you to give me a number. Hold on. Three, three digits. It's a nine-digit number. How many plays It Wasn't Me has on Spotify? One trillion? No, nine. I got math waved, bro. Yeah, not, yeah, not 15. Mean? Not 15. We're going. Oh. Subtract the four. Carry the four. 690. <laughs> Seven million plays on Spotify. That's insane! What a stupid song. It wasn't me. Mm. Mm. Stupid, dude. Dude, six hundred and ninety-seven million. So dumb. That is such a banger of a song. Are you kidding me? This was literally like two thousand three, driving in my Ford Probe. <laughs> an electric car? What is dude, that, dude? A Ford Probe? That was bro. Gay? Are you kidding me? Yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. And mine was like rust red, but it wasn't wasn't rusted. It just literally like that was the color. It was like rust, even though it wasn't rusted at all. I had red cloth interior. Mm. Oh, man. That's disgusting. Bro. 
It was so How you sweaty and rested. Oh god. I well, to be honest with you, there was a couple times. All right. So main event of the evening. <laughs> Holly Holm at 14 and 5, taking on Ketlin Vieira at 12 and 2. Hey, guess who's a favorite in a Holly Holm fight, Trey? Who? Holly is minus 250 taking taken on Ketlin Vieira plus 210 over on rounds at four and a half. Uh, we're gonna take Ketlin Vieira plus 210, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. What are you talking about? It's women's science, and Holly Holmes, 45 years old. We're taking Ketlin Vieira. Doesn't matter. She has the 45 year old woman's fighting style, which is Caitlin Chagan 2.0, dude. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes, it is. She's Ketlin, smart, Ketlin's she doesn't like this. to get hit. She also has, dude. Caitlin's where where is she gonna win this? She's gonna she literally is gonna outmuscle her. Uh, oh, okay. She's gonna outmuscle her. Caitlin Vieira is built like a dude. She's literally oh. built like an assless dude. She's gonna Dis- outmuscle Holly. She's literally disagree. It's, disagree what? Because you, to muscle someone, you actually have to close the distance. What is Holly Holmes super good at? She's a professional kickboxer, which warrants the good kicks to keep you from distance, the long reach, the long jab. Like, there's no way she closes the distance. They're fighting oh, in the apex. Betray, it's in the apex. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. That argument's so dead. What are you so dumb. That's the most casual. Any podcast you listen to and they say, well, remember, remember, Trey, they're in the apex. You're in the apex. It's gonna fit their style much better. If you're a, if you're a Russian grappler and you're in the apex, it might as well be a lock. <laughs> I honestly think that if you did our Dude. picks like this, we would be more accurate. I know. And what I'm gonna do is it's actually probably even a worse value than minus two fifty is Holly by decision. It's probably minus one thousand because that's the smart play. I just I disagree. I disagree. I think Ketlin wins this fight. It's women's science. Why can't we go against why can't we just do women's science? You literally just said that I've been I've been going against women's science and it's been biting me in the ass. Why are you going against it now? I'm going against it now because there's certain people that we don't fade. We don't fade Caitlin Chikagan. Was that women's science when we chose her? No, it was not. Amanda Hebus won that fight. Oh my god. She won that fight. You're out of your mind. What hey, real I don't want to get bogged down on this. Tell me how Caitlin won that fight because she got taken down, she got controlled, she got taken down in all three rounds. She got taken down and controlled in rounds 1 and 2 and their exchanges were 50-50 exchanges every single time. Amanda Hebus won that fight. Not true because because Caitlin first off had greater significant strikes landed. That's a stat, that's a real stat. And then the the control time that's the most bullshit stat on the planet. Control time, but no damage. What? It's stupid. That's like saying octagon control, which is another stupid thing. Octagon control, I will give you a stupid because if you're a counter puncher, it's right. not your right. But that's not the case here. Control time is control time. That's no different than ride time in wrestling. That's why people like Khabib suck. You are cr- why are you? What's wrong with you today? You got COVID again? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I we hate literally... Islam Makachev and the, That's the fine. chance that he could get a title shot because of control time on the ground. So Islam's going to get a title shot for more than one reason outside of control time. He's going to get a title shot because of who he is. He's going to get a title shot because of the market marketability he has because if he becomes champion, 
they literally get to cash in on all the Khabib money that is currently sitting in Russia right now. And then he's also, I mean, he's, he's pretty freaking, he's pretty freaking good. (laughs) He's pretty good. good. Oh my God, dude. You remember, remember when you said, said wait, 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 let me, let me finish. He hasn't beaten anybody, but, but he's pretty good. Easiest route to a title shot. I believe Michael Chandler got that, but <laughs> or Chael Sonnen whenever he fought John Jones for the light heavyweight belt after not fighting at light heavyweight. That was a good way to do it. So yeah, yeah. Um, okay. We're not taking Kalen Vera. That's disgusting. You're wasting money. Okay, so let's do this. We are. Um, somebody put in here that the loser has to drink a 40 ounce of OE on the next show. What is that? Is that a brown ale? Oh, here's a, yeah, here's the thing, Logan, is that Trey lives in San Diego. I'm not sure he can get old English there. Um, can you get malt liquor? Do like they sell malt, malt liquor in San Diego? Like Mickey's? Yeah. Yeah. I got a, I can Mickey's. It, old English should be right beside the Mickey's. <laughs> Oh, it's that good? It's that craft? It'll have the white <laughs> label. It'll be right beside it. Is it a brown ale? It's no, no, it's a malt liquor. <laughs> okay. All right. All well, right. I'll look for it. Okay. So here, here's what here's what I propose. I feel like if I feel like when you lose, um, you're not gonna put a chip clip on your nutsack for the episode. I'll do it. I'm just not gonna show it on camera. Okay. And you'll actually do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So, okay. I need third party verification. So you're let you have to FaceTime me or Jake and let us see you clip it to the to the bubbles. We won't producer put it up Jake's on the screen. Does not want to see that. He's shaking his head in the lobby right now. Uh do you hear what I said about producer Jake being the Marine Corps? He has literally forgotten about more nut sacks than <laughs> you've ever seen. He literally that's all those guys do is wrestle all greased up like little pigs and, and squeal all <laughs> over each other. That's that's what they do. Like people give the Navy a lot of shit for being a little, huh? But the Marine Corps is just by far and away, just <laughs> like Khabib in a bathtub all the time. It's, oh, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Um, no bubbles. All right. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll third party verify. Okay. And then let's do, so Ketlin versus Holly, let's make it a 40. Well, I'll bet you a 40. I'll bet you a 40. Okay. So I'm clip, clipping nut, nut sacks and drinking 40s. Yeah. Okay. You have to clip the nutsack, and you can take the clip off once the forty's gone. There it is. Um, let's see here. I like this. This is a big. I'm a big fan of this. A bar I used to frequent in college briefly had Mickey's on tap. You don't see that every day. Oh god. Oh my gosh. How it's many? It's a high class establishment. <laughs> How many fights were at that bar? Oh my gosh. <laughs> totally. Hmm. <laughs> all right so oh my gosh did you ever play edward 40 hands of course yeah okay it was good times all right just want to make sure it's good times so our, our our upbringings weren't completely different they're no they were long. okay no. i i started to wonder there I'm, I'm just gonna be honest with you um when you hit me with the um that shit at the very beginning the earnings before interest after tax depreciation and amortization yeah like I know oftentimes you and I talk and there's like some shit that I know a lot about and there's some shit you know a lot about, but I feel like all things considered, we like even each other out on the intelligence scale. When you said that, I was like, oh man, I might, I might be like, 
I might be a retard and you you like flexed your Pepperdine on me. Oh, no, I blacked out. I don't even remember what I said. Yeah, I mean, you were like, oh, Dale, I've got math waved, but, but do not, do not forget about Ebida. And I'm like, what? Yeah, bro, you bro. gotta know your Ebida at all times. You gotta, you gotta know your Ebida. I was, uh, I was a little nervous there for a second. So, yeah, um, <laughs> rest assured, I will, I will never forget that now. So, um, <laughs> okay. that really, yeah, really made me. Really kept me humble there for a second, so I appreciate there you. you. Go. All right, you want yeah. to talk about some? You want to talk about some prelims? Let's rip through these bad boys. All right, uh, let's see here. So, first fight on the prelims: Elise Reed, five and one, taking on Sam Page, Sam Hughes at six and four, plus one fifty on Sam Hughes. Elise Reed minus one seventy five. We got to take Sam Page, right? Coming off that big W, plus money, women's. Let's go quick turnaround plus she's got those thunder thighs dude i love it a lot of thigh talk really objectifying a woman this episode no that's a great thing that's a fantastic thing okay talk about muscling muscling chicks and being able to wear on them sam Mm. hughes she's huge dude she's able to muscle chicks lay on them getting that half guard control time dale okay i'm totally taking sam hughes at plus 150 here wow really yeah why not okay I'm just sometimes when you speak with great conviction, I can't tell whether or not you're being sarcastic. No, this is a real one. I, I like this. A real Plus, one. she's riding the momentum. She's got the confidence. I'm all about it. Okay, so do we want to talk about Elise Reed at all? I mean, you're just really in. I mean, Elise Reed just beat Corey McKenna uh, by split decision last time out. Now it's a couple of years ago, right? But you love you some Corey McKenna. I love Corey McKenna because she's from Team Alpha Male, but she's not a very good fighter. Let's be mm. let's let's call a spade a spade. Okay, uh, and Elise Reed did lose to our girl Sarge Sajari okay. Banks, and that is another one that's like she caught lightning in a bottle for about two fights, but then showed her true colors. So that's not really a good litmus test. Bro, what, you're really coming <laughs> at me today. You're coming at me. You're coming at me, dude. Sam, yeah. Sam Hughes majority decision win over Estella Nunez, and we're gonna take her. Yep. Losses to Pinero, losses to Luke Boomy, lost to, Alicia, to Tisha Torres. We're going to take that's, her, though. That's good Good quality of competition right there. Luke on me and Tisha Torres right there tells you a lot. And she lost to your girl at the Glitter Factory, Vanessa Dimopoulos. Super fair. Future world champion, also future stripper if things go south. She, yeah, well, she'll return. Return, yes. Because she was Homecoming. and she stopped, and then it'll be – It'll be like, yeah. 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 It'd be like if you went back to your high school and started coaching tennis. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. When was the last time you played tennis? 2010. Is it crazy to you? Because let me, I I had, I'm not going to talk about me. I want to talk about you. Um, that you had like so you have something that you dedicated so much of your life to and you were ball's and, life and 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 was so of such importance <laughs> to you and now you don't participate in it at all anymore like do you even follow tennis anymore that's the same thing as you though ball was life dude i don't see I you out on the court ripping it up i don't <laughs> i really don't yeah I, uh, I do don't i watch anymore. it occasionally big tournaments grand slams wimbledon us open french open i don't know stuff like that gotcha so but not like the little not like the little stuff no, like, are you watching the NBA playoffs right now? Are you Absolutely into that? Not. Yeah, I haven't watched the NBA in years. Yeah, I'm, see, I barely watched it, and then one, then when Kobe died, I was like, "Yeah, we're done here. Like, we're done. We're done." Yeah. So, 
Um, Finally got his sentencing. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, there's no. Mm. Mm. <laughs> there's no. Oh, oh man. What? Just... Sorry. That was. I was. That was off. I can't. I can't talk about Paul. I can't talk about Paul Walker, but you can say that. Yeah. Well, no, what are you talking about? You you make me feel bad about Paul Walker. Pretty much every episode, I drop one Kobe zing, and now the world's like raining meatballs, dude. Give me a break. Mamba Jamba isn't no, that? Wasn't Ma- that Kobe's middle name? Mamba or whatever it was. Mamba, <laughs> Mamba Jamba. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's a good time to come into the stream, bud. Um, uh, Logan says, Trey, take back that Kobe slander. Look, every time that I make a Paul Walker joke, Trey texts me after the show, and he's like, dude, Paul Walker joke, seriously, we're better than that. Icon. But yet, here you are making a Kobe joke. Well, there's levels to this game. Unbelievable. I just I want, I just want you guys to peel back. The, you know, I want you guys to know. Golly, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to go from this. You you just you took the wind out of my sails there, man. All right. That's what happened don't, to the helicopter. Don't <laughs> damn it. Dude, I knew you were gonna say something. I knew you were gonna say something. As soon as I said wind out of sails, I knew you were gonna say something. Uh, how do I transition away from this? Chase Hooper taking on Philippe Kalaris. Kalaris at 10 and 3. You're such a jerk. Chase Hooper at 10, 2 and 1. Uh plus 160 for Chase Hooper. Oh my gosh. I'm so mad at you. Uh, plus 155 for Chase Huber, minus 180 for Philippe Kalarish. Ah, oh, dude. The, this has got to be it for Chase, right? Like, this has got to be it. Like, the UFC needs him to win this fight. Uh, they're doing everything possible. This is this is like an ode to like a Cody Garbrandt getting fucking Ronnie Yaya on his next fight. Like, the UFC needs a win for Chase Hooper. And this is where that's going to happen. It has to happen. Obviously, Chase Hooper is someone that's a fantastic jiu-jitsu player on the ground, but his striking's always been a complete work in progress. Absolutely mm. atrocious. Now he is working out now with your brother, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. <laughs> so I hope that that's helping his hands evolve. Yet his striking's always been super unorthodox. It's really lengthy because he is a long, like just freaking. I don't know, salamander-looking body. Philippe Kalaris <laughs> is someone who will engage. Um, I think this is going to be something where Philippe's going to come in. He's going to bite off too much than he can chew. He's actually going to slip down and fall right into Chase Hooper's game plan of like almost like almost like a guard pull and Chase Hooper by submissions the play. No, no, not at all. Really? Philippe Kalaris has never <laughs> lost by submission. He's not going to lose by submission now. He actually has a handful of submission wins on his own record. the The Jits game will be, will be comparable. He's not getting subbed by Chase Hooper. Philippe Philippe Kalars needs to be the play here. He needs to be. No. What? No, they wouldn't give this fight to Chase if he didn't. They didn't think he could win it. Uh, they're giving it to Chase because he can't win it. Do you think they want to cut him? Yes. No, he's the wish. What do you call it? the wish account for freaking Sean O'Malley? Dude? It's the same guy. No, 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 no. They no, look they, exactly the same. They want Chase Hooper out. No way. He's like yes. America's sweetheart. He's just this little little boy that 
He's trying to find his way in the big you, world. You can't be America's sweetheart if nobody knows who you are. He doesn't. Are you kidding me, dude? He's been on like pay per views. He's been on a bunch of main 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 event cards. Like what? People don't know him. He has like a full on following. Plus, he's uh uh Ben uh Ben Askren's long lost son, dude. People know him. They want him out. Chase Hooper's gone, bro. He's gone. When he loses on Saturday, he'll have lost three out of his last four. It's over with. It's over. They'll mm-hmm. give him maybe one more. Maybe one more. They want, they want, this is it. They want him out. Kalarish by violence. Well, it's definitely not going to be submission. It's not I like the submission. Under, under two and a half, though. I'm liking that play in this. Okay, fight. let's take that. Under two let's and a half. Let's, t- okay. let's do under two and a half. Yeah. Let's just do inside the distance and save ourselves some some time. That's safe. That's nice. Do you want That's me to pull? Nice. Hold, give me the odds for it. Wait, stand by. Uh, uh, da, 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 I mean, it suits both their styles, Dale. It's it's in the let's remind let's remind each other. It's in the apex. It's it. We're in the apex. Yeah. All right. Well, you can get fight doesn't go to decision at plus one fifteen. So are you? Okay. You gonna keep talking shit about the apex? No. Let's just take that. That's there good. we go. It's plus money, man. Take just take your money. <laughs> Oh my gosh, freaking talk about the apex. All right. Jonathan Martinez, Vince Morales. Vince Morales at 11 and 5. Jonathan Martinez at 15 and 4. Martinez at a minus 220 against Morales coming in at a plus 185. And I have a hard time assigning a minus 220 to Jonathan Martinez with how inconsistent he's been. I think he's going to beat Vince, but minus 220 is a weird price for me. Isn't Morales? He's, he hasn't fought in a minute, though, right? No, he just had a win. He did? Yeah. Um, he knocked out um what's his face real quick. Um, was it Smolka? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it was Lewis Smolka. Yeah. Oh, um yeah. I honestly have I this is gonna be a great fight. Um it's two Rams just beating each other in the center of the octagon here. Correct. Um this fight for me is a pass. Hmm. So okay. Because I could fully see the overhitting with the amount of volume, these the durability of both fighters. I could also see, uh, you know, Vince Morales closing the distance and being a little bit more patient and selecting a shot and knocking Martinez out. I could mm. also see Martinez exercising a lot of volume that he has and circling the outside and extending this thing and winning a slight, you know, almost even like a split decision win over Morales. Mm. So there's so many different ways this can go, but I'd rather just sit back and watch uh, violence be had. Losses from Martinez, uh, Andre Sukumtoth, Andre Yule, Davy Grant. Not bad, not bad. No. Um, and then has a loss to Matt Schnell as well, but that was pre UFC, so we'll just keep it to the UFC. Back to back wins for both of these guys Alejandro Perez and Zvad Lavashvili for Martinez, and then for Morales wins over Smolka and Draco Rodriguez. Draco the Draco Rodriguez was win was one that bit us in the ass big time. I was big on yeah. Draco for that fight. Um Vince's look good. I I think that the confidence for Morales is higher here um than it is on Martinez in my mm. in my opinion. I think that I think mm. that Morales is going to come into this fight um basically with with, with not only more momentum, but I think he's feeling himself. You know, I think he's, I think he's starting to get into his groove a little bit more. Um, Martinez obviously trains at elevation, uh, but I think you're going to have two 
I got to be careful what I say here because apparently we can't say dirty Brazilian. Uh, and we're gonna have two uh, two U.S. But rather, <laughs> never mind. I'm not even gonna walk into this. It's gonna be a firefight. Morales will be there to be hit, but he'll also try to inflict damage on Martinez. Dogs that'll fight for your money. I think Vince Morales is isn't a bad play here. I, I okay. just I, Jonathan on paper, Jonathan Martinez checks all the boxes. I want to be. I want to be crystal clear about this. Better competition, better footwork, probably better hands. The only thing I think he's probably losing out on is just outright power. Everything else, yeah. he's superior here. But Vince is going to walk him down. I think I think he's going to try to walk him down. He's coming off a huge win over Smolka uh, by knockout, and I think he's going to I think he's going to come out and try to replicate. He's going to put himself in a position to win the fight. Now he may it, it may end up costing him the fight, but Plus 185, maybe, maybe. I, I'm okay with a pass as well. All right. Um, Omar Morales at 11 and 2, taking on Eurosh Medic at 7 and 1. Oh. You want to stay I here like for a second? Because Medic yeah. is, at, is at the plus 125, Morales at a minus 145 here. Over on around is at 2.5. I like Medic, dude. That guy is really? freaking violence, dude. We bet him last time, dude, and we cashed no, we out. Was, yes, we did. We took him again. He fought Jalen Turner, and we said, Literally bet your grandma's pension again on Jalen Turner. No, I thought we bet a medic. No, Jalen Turner, hundred percent. I can't see myself putting my grandma's pension on Jalen Turner in any lifetime. We did that. Cool, cool thing about this show is it lives forever on the interwebs. We can go back and clip it. Huh. Okay. Well, ah, man, we're taking Morales, right? Uh, I was initially on Morales, but. Morales Ooh. gave up in his last fight. Like he gave up, gave up. Mm. Like he showed, and this is this is an internet tough guy talk here. He showed a lot of bitch his last fight <laughs> against JSP. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Pierce broke him last fight. Like he wanted no part, didn't want to be in the cage anymore. He broke him. Yeah. He broke him. Um I don't like to see a guy. It's like Randy Costa, right? When when the fight is going their way, right. oh boy, is it fun to watch. But the moment it doesn't go their way, yep. they're like, I don't like this at all. I don't like getting hit. I don't like bleeding. I don't want to get in a dog fight. I'll just live to see another day. Yep. That amount of quit is troubling for me. And I really I'll I don't take know, medic, man. dude. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Let's take him. I don't. I don't love it, but I just. I can't get over the amount of quit we saw Morales, and I. I like. I was like Morales is a contender. He's a contender, and yikes. yikes. Yeah. Um. Jason says that uh, Morales has that quit in him. I agree. I agree. Mm. I think he's got that quit. He got mm. that quit, bro. Um. Is it weird? Is it weird? Now that I'm thinking about it, we were talking about it like crazy. Um, is it weird to take a Morales in one fight and, Mor and Medic in the other whenever Medic and Morales are fighting? Like, are we, is there any chance of a double Morales win? What did you even just say? Like, we're betting, we're betting Vince Morales. Okay. And we, the oh. next fight is Omar Morales. Now, they're not related in any way, shape, or form, but it's back-to-back -back Moraleses. So is there like a Morales parlay here or like a Morales curse? 
Are we going to see a one and one? Because what we're talking about is the Morales is splitting wins here, which yeah. seems very unlikely from a betting perspective. I don't like it. It's very it yeah. makes you superstitious. I would, uh, man, that's a good just call out little like uh, PSA. Check your bet slips, dude. Make sure you're betting the right Morales. Make a, uh, that uh, could get sketch. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. I don't think there's a domino effect like that. Okay. Though. All right. Um, there's no, there's a bunch of other Van Buskirks out there, and there's probably a bunch of other Lippins out there, and uh, not as cool as us, right? There's very, there's like no Lippins out there. So. All right, all right, all right. I'm literally like I am legend. I'm just well, this is a reference you won't understand. I'm literally like the last guy on earth broadcasting uh, to the stars on a radio, hoping somebody can hear me. That's that's what it's like being a Lippin. There's Sounds none of lonely. us. Lonely, right? There's none of us. That's why I try to have as many kids as I can. <laughs> trying to bring it back trying to bring it trying to bring it back <laughs> tell the wife you're getting pregnant no i'm just kidding we're trying to save the world here trying to save the world <laughs> my bloodline depends on it <laughs> i can i can think of no better reason to have kids okay um jelton almeida taking on parker porter parker porter at 13 and 6 almeida at 15 and 5 uh, this is a dude that's going to weigh like 220 going against a guy that's going to need to cut weight to make 265. Yeah. Uh, Almeida, believe it or not, Trey, minus 600 so against stupid. Parker Porter over on rounds, uh, or Parker Porter's at a plus 450 over on rounds at one and a half. Now Almeida is legit action figure. If we're talking about aesthetics. Yeah. Um, but Parker Porter is going to weigh damn near 300 pounds come fight night. And you want to talk about thick. We've been talking about legs and thighs and buys and tries and cake all night long. Mm. Ain't nobody on his car more caked up than Parker Porter. No, no, not at all. Parker, eat a pork sandwich Porter, dude. Bro, fried pork chop sandwich. Fried pork chop Parker Porter. (laughs) Let's go. Plus 450. Not touching it. You're not touching it? Absolutely not, dude. Dude, Jonathan Almeida is legit. He's so yeah. good. He's, he's so good. good. He's in shape. <laughs> he's in shape. He, the guy, the guy's in shape. Uh, but you know, I mean, his win was over Danilo Marquez. Meh. Meh. What do you think? Parker great, Porter's had a bit of a resurgence too. It's not a great win. It's not a great win for Jalton Almeida. And Parker Porter has won three in a row. Right. My man right. literally has knocked out three wins in a row. How do we feel about this? I feel like Parker Porter plus 450, bro. Absolutely not, dude. He's Nobody's going to be taking Almeida. Think about this. If we go on Parker Porter and it hits, we're the only people that are on Parker Porter, except for people that do it out of comic relief. We are funny. Well, you're funny. Let's take Parker Parker Porter. No, we're not taking Parker Porter. All right, we're not taking it. No, that was stupid. Sorry. Just, stupid. Was, just, a, just avoid this fight altogether? Yeah, just fucking stupid. You want to take Almeida? <laughs> you want to just take Almeida by KO? What do you think? Of no, I just KO? don't want to touch it. I just don't. By KO is probably a minus four, 450. Stupid. Uh, Almeida wins by KO, TKO. Plus 375. How else do they think he's going to win? Submission. Ooh. Well, but that's at minus that's 150. Stupid. That's stupid. Parker doesn't have a neck. Parker Porter by submission plus 2,800. 
Yeah. Dude, we right. might have a fluffy Hernandez Hadolfo Vieira situation on our hand here. Don't you drop Hadolfo. Hadolfo Vieira. <laughs> He's fighting soon. All right. Featured prelim? Yep. All right. The featured prelim of the evening is Joseph Holmes taking on Alan Emadovsky. Emadovsky at eight and two, Joseph Holmes at seven and two. This is the dumbest featured prelim that I've ever seen. And this is on a shallow card. This makes no sense to me. But here we are. Joseph Holmes at a minus 190. Alan Emadovsky plus 167 over on rounds at one and a half. Uh, when you've got an Omar Morales, Eurodos, or Euros Medic fight, and Jelton Almeida Parker Porter, you can put it as a featured prelim. Why the fuck you're picking these two <laughs> makes no sense to me. Dude, I'm going to be honest, dude. I um, I don't know any of these guys. I that pride is, myself on being relatively smart this episode because yeah. uh, I've thrown out some big words. Lots of big words. Yep. Um, but the the Rolodex here, I'm not recalling either of these cats. Gotcha. Well, if you're looking for Amadovsky, you're going to look at his last two fights, uh, and that's when he got beat by Christoph Yatko. That mm. was a good one. Uh, or you can look back when he fought John Phillips and got slept in the first round. Forgettable. Yeah. Yeah, really weird um, that featured prelim is a guy that just recently got knocked out by John Phillips. Uh, if you're interested in Joseph Holmes, uh, let's not discount the great nickname, Ugly Man, Joseph Ugly Man Holmes. Uh, love that. His last fight, he lost to Jamie Pickett. Wow. Yes. Now, here's where things <laughs> here's where things get real dicey. Mr. Holmes won on the Contender Series. Means nothing. Uh, contender Series people are a fade. Right. So um, that means taking the guy who's at plus money and is coming off getting knocked out by John Phillips. Well, that just screams confidence. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of another fight I would rather. I would rather... I would rather load up on Parker Porter at plus 450 before I touch this fight. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. So um, I'm going to take Amadovsky just because why the hell not? Dana White Contender Series fade seems to be working rather well lately. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take it. Sure. Why not? Fuck it. Cool. You ready to let it rip? Let's do it. Okay. Let's run back through these real quick. Um, Elise Reed, Sam Hughes, Sam, huge Sam page. All right. Philippe Kolaris, Chase Hooper taking Hooper, uh, Kolaris, but we we agreed on inside the distance. Yeah. Under two and a half. No, we did say inside the distance, inside the safer. distance. Yeah. 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 Jonathan Martinez, Vince Morales. Oh, I'm still going to take Martinez. What are we going to do on Saturday here? Because I'm on opposites here. Okay, we're good. We we. All right. is... I'm on Morales. All right, Medich and Morales. Medich. All right, well, we'll do that. Almeida, Parker, Porter. We're going to take Almeida. And Almeida by KO plus three seventy five. Yes. Okay. Um, what about what KO about sub prop? Mm, let's find a KO sub prop, or you can play them both individually. Uh, because I think by submission was minus 150. So minus 150, and then like 
So like half a unit play on minus 150 and then like a quarter unit play on the plus 375. Yeah, that's good. There you go. Uh, Joseph Holmes, Alan Amadovsky were on Amadovsky. Yep. Okay. Anders and Jungung Park. Uh, Anders. Anders it is. Uh, Pollyanna Viana and Tabitha Ricci. Uh, Viana. Viana as well. Uh, Chidi Enyakwani and Dushko Todorovic. That's the people's main event. Sound the alarm. And we're taking, or I'm taking Dusko. You're taking Chidi. And the stakes for this fight are a potato chip clip on your nutsack. Yes. Yeah. Santiago Ponzinibbio versus Michelle Pereira. Pons. We're on Pons. And then Holly Holm, Ketlin Vieira. Home by decision. Ketlin Vieira. So this Stupid. this one is wagered. This is a people's main event times two. This will be a 40 of OE. If I can find it. If you can find it. Um, and then you can take the clip off of your nuts as soon as Chugging you're done. 40. Chugging the 40. Now, in the event where you are the clipper and not the drinker, um, we'll have to come up with something else there. Fair. Maybe like double, like two beers or something, or three beers. Yes. Four, 40 ounces, three beers. So, yeah. Yeah. That'll be 36 ounces. Okay. So, cool. uh, if you are the clipper, but not the 40 year, you have to, by the time you finish three beers, you're good. Sounds good. All right. Uh, if you don't already do so, guys, please follow us everywhere at Punchless MMA. If you tuned into the live show, which there's been quite a few of you tonight, I freaking appreciate you. And I appreciate that. Um, feel free to like the video. Yeah. Write a comment in it. If you can participate in the chat, hopefully we got to you. Um, if you want to support the show, you can do so by visiting our show sponsors, stay classy meats and allegiance clothing using promo codes or just liking, or just, you know, commenting on some shit saying, Hey, punchless sent me here. Anything helps. Um, you can follow us on all social media at punchlist. You can email us chat at punchless MMA. Uh, I saw somebody in there, in the chat earlier said that they wanted to talk about podcasting and all that kind of stuff. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. Um, that's the easiest way to get a hold of us. Shoot us a DM. Um, shout out this last weekend to Eric over at Eric Betts Fight. He had me on his show. We talked about big money prop bets and parlays. So be sure to go support him. And then I got invited, Trey, onto a show called the MMA Archive where Ooh. they revisit old UFC events. So we're going to do that as well. That's a good so. program. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll check that out as well. Do you have anything you want to leave the people with other than bang, bang? Um, uh, uh, oh, um, yeah. I'm going to start switching up our drinks, by the way. Yeah. Um, I know we're on Cutwater. Cutwater is not getting back to us. June shine. If you're not familiar, it's actually good family friends. They make a uh, hard kombucha. I'm not telling you to get on kombucha. No, I'm not no. telling you to get on kombucha. They did start making cocktails in a can though. They've got a nice margarita. It's a little bit more sour, a little bit more tart, but I also feel like it's going to be better for us like health wise. Cause I feel like the sugar and the additives, uh, our life is significantly shortened because of cut water. Is, is this available nationwide though? I don't know. Cause I know that there's not really any healthy stores or restaurants in your neck of the woods. Cause people don't care about their health over there. You realize South Carolina. <laughs> are you, I'm sorry. Are you eating quinoa today? Uh, you know what? I, I, I did not. Um, no, you did not eat your quinoa. I haven't had quinoa in freaking. Actually, you know what? Well, yeah, yours is accurate. Last time I had quinoa, I went out. It was when I was in Colorado. They put kale and quinoa on freaking everything, bro. 
everything. That's right. Everything just tastes like dirt. Ugh, gosh, it's disgusting. It does. It's, I hate um, it. Yeah, it's not even a real thing. It literally is just dirt. Um, I know it's like artificial uh, uh, baby formula. You know, mm, mm. it's uh, easier to find quinoa right now than it is baby formula, unless you're at the border. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you. Have a good week. Talk to you guys on Saturday. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.